Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where, well, the odds are that you know what I was going to say anyway, so let, let's face it, we're all going to die anyway, so I might as well not even finish that sentence. Yeah. Um, well, joining for me tonight for as long as we exist are Stefan and Heidi. Hello. Welcome. Hello. And hey, guys, that's an odd number. Sure we is. We have an odd number of us tonight. Well, some of us are more odd than others. Oh, oh. yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely odd. I, I proudly display that I'm odd. Um, and tonight's song is odd as well because we might want to get talking about odds are. But if you've never heard this song before for some reason or another, here is a quick snippet. By lightning, sounds pretty frightening, but you know the chances are so small. Stuck by bee sting, nothing but a bee thing, better chance you're gonna buy it at the mall. But it's a 23 or 4 to 1 that you can fall in love by the end of this song. So get up, get up, tell the bookie put a bet I'm not a damn thing will go wrong. The odds are that we will probably be Those quick snippets. <laughs> and it's written by Ed and Kevin Griffin of Better Than Ezra. And of course, it is off the album Grinning Streak. Um, you know, Odds Are was a relatively successful song for them. They did pretty well on the charts. It was number 43 on the adult rock chart. Wow. Um, number number 49 on the Hot Adult Contemporary chart, and number 46 on the Canadian Adult Contemporary chart. Wow. Good joke, eh? So it did pretty well. They even made a video of it, so it's got to be that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was their big yeah, single really off was. this album, and I, I, I have to agree with the choice for this as the big single. I, I think this is the right one. I agree. Oh, I think sorry, that this, right. this, <laughs> this song kind sorry. of was mo the most re reminiscent of their pre-Steve leaving days. And I think this is where yeah. I started to, I really liked this song the minute I heard it. It reminded me a lot more of the, the traditional BNL sound. And I think that's one of the reasons why it was more successful um post steve page so yeah. I, I would say it's, it has a very stunt slash maroon type sound to it it really does it really does you said maroon yeah. like maroon five <laughs> <laughs> well they were a five piece back then <laughs> not as good as a six piece nugget but you know no you were afraid of maroon five huh i i definitely would, would not maroon uh, five of them oh i see i see what you're saying yeah, you're just being odd. You're not answering my question, but you're just being odd. Gotcha. <laughs> no, I would not maroon five of them. <laughs> I'd be marooned with five of them. That'd be fine. <laughs> I would totally be marooned with five of them. No, would, I'd be loving that. I would because I'd need somebody to eat. <laughs> oh and there's five of them. So I wouldn't go hungry on a marooned island. Oh, oh man! No. Oh, this boy. song also was a theme song. 
Twas a theme oh, song. Yeah. It was a theme song for a TV show called Working the Angles. It was the first Canadian-American collaboration TV show. Um, they they did a collaboration between NBC and one of and the to make this TV show that lasted uh, one season. Uh-huh. Um, you can find it on Vimeo on Daily Motion, but I wouldn't recommend uh-huh. it. I mean, so the the trouble with Tracy this week isn't this week's song; it's this TV show that the song was connected to. Holy cow, it's a smoking, disgusting dumpster fire. It is horrible. Wait, it's not still around? Wait. Oh, um. it is like slow delivery. Like the actors aren't picking up on their lines to each other. Like when they're delivering a line, it's like pulling molasses out of the can. Um, The writing is really dull and poor and cliche. And to match the show, they take this song, which is a really upbeat, poppy song, and you're like, okay, great theme song. Like, this would be a great theme song for a TV show. They slowed it down. They took the chorus, and they slowed it down to half speed for the opener for this for the show. Like, why would you do that? Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> um, so basically the idea behind the show is that a guy owns a law firm and dies and leaves it to his family and his family of miscreants take over the law for- firm because of the amount of debt he owes uh-huh. and the lead daughter is the only one that's responsible out of all of them and the rest of them have all these supposed personality flaws that they don't really even kind of go with and lean on. Um, there's like no wit. There's no. So imagine Arrested Development, but with no wit, so no like, intelligence, and no charisma. Huh. So it's kind of like a, a bad version it, of Arrested Development. Oh, horrible. Yeah, exactly. It, take everything interesting out of Arrested Development, and you have this huh. show. Weird. I, I got through the first half of the episode of the second episode because the first one's not, the pilot episode's not even up. And I was like, I can't, this hurts to watch. My brain is leaking out of my head. Kind of like me watching you would do karaoke. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I've I've lambasted this enough. Why don't I hand it over to you, Heidi? Can, can you break the music of this wonderful song down for us? Heidi's breakdown. It's the Heidi breakdown. Ba-da-da-na. Ba-da-da-na. Oh my gosh! Wait, I love that. So <laughs> odds are is so this is I. I hate um, people that don't understand music because if you look online, they give you the option of A sharp or B flat, but there is no such thing as A sharp. There is no key of A sharp. It's There's no key of A sharp. There is an A sharp note, but to make a long story short, this is in the key of B flat major. It is capoed on three, but the original key is B flat major. It follows a fairly uh, simple progression, though it does include a lot of 
chords which add like the second degree of the scale or the seventh degree of the scale. We've got some sus chords. So Jeff is missing out because we know that Jeff really loves a good sus chord. So does Aaron, but they ain't here. So whatever. Um, So it starts on a four. So it doesn't start on the tonic chord, the home chord, but the, the verses basically go four, one, six, seven, five, a variation of five, five, four, one, six, seven. And that's the intro. And then it's struck by four chord to the one chord, to the six, seven chord, to the five. Then it goes to four chord, then to one chord, six to seven chord, then to five, then a four chord, then a one chord, then a six, seven, then a five to five, then a four and a one and a six and seven go to five. And in the chorus, it goes from four to one, six, seven to five. And it basically goes through that. It's very repetitive through the whole song. And that's pretty much what it does. It does follow a fairly simple form. You've got verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. Um, and even the bridge doesn't really change around too much. Then verse, chorus, repeat the chorus, and then a mini outro. It is 96 beats per minute. Um, so it's it's pretty medium tempo. It's not too, too fast. Um, the bridge does, let me just check my notes here. The bridge, where's my bridge? Is it a walking bridge or can you drive over it? <laughs> you can drive over it. So the bridge is the only slight variation of the 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 uh, key the chord progression change, which um, where sure things go wrong. That starts on a two seven chord, and then it goes two seven one four five. But I'll take my chances is five to two seven to one to four to five, um, and then it <clears throat> just follows through that. I would totally say that that was a walking bridge. It's not driving, but it's definitely a walking bridge. Yeah. Yeah, it's very much a walking bridge. And then it goes right back into the the progression that I started with. So that's the basic breakdown. It's a very straightforward. It's very straightforward and it's very much traditional BNL. Um, and that's what I really love about this song is it does take you back. But it's jumping around those chords a lot. Yeah, and Ed gets a chance to really explore, again, he uses a lot of um, uh, variations within the chord. So it's not just a one, three, five, which is your traditional triad has the first degree of the scale, the third degree of the scale, and the fifth degree of the scale. He adds like a second into that chord or a seventh degree, or he suspends the chord into the next. So there's a lot of... Um, music theory geeky stuff in here, but it's 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 just fun, and I love to hear you know Ed just jamming out on 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 guitar on a very acoustic sounding guitar again. So, and, and I think you used the right word. At least I I agree with the word fun. It, it is a fun Ed song. I mean, I know Kevin had his Kevin Griffin had his pieces that he added into it, and it was a collaboration. But it really feels like an Ed song. And yeah. it, it is a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy it, especially if you just tear out the words. I enjoy yeah, even the music of this song. Very uplifting. Yeah, it really is, Stefan. Very uplifting. Yeah. 
Now, it's interesting. When they first wrote this song, it was originally an acoustic mm -hmm. guitar-driven song. And then Gavin Brown started putting up the, the dance pop groove of it in there. And they were like, that's what we want it to be. Um, and, and they usually won't like try to match what it is today, but they just felt like it really worked with this song and, and kind of mixed it in there. And that's when they were like, that's what it needs to be. I, I, and I think they I made like some that. very wise yeah. decisions. Yeah. I, I still think something is a little bit missing and you know, I've, I've had this feeling, um, for quite some time with, um, with the post Stephen BNL, uh, for some reason, I just feel like they need to bring in a female voice that can just go a little bit higher. Because Stevens, are you sings, saying there's a chance for me? There is a chance, absolutely. Uh, I think so. Odds are, Wait, I could. Odds do it. are that she could do it. <laughs> I think they need. I think they need a female voice. <laughs> I think that would round out the sound that they have. And make it sound really good. You know, that's good. a really interesting point, Stephen. There's a band yes. that probably nobody knows of, but they were, um, um, it was, they were known for only a couple of songs. They were called the Flirtations. I don't know if you're ah. familiar with this, this group. Nope. Um, the Flirtations did um, mostly acapella music. Um, yeah, they did all acapella music. Um in the early 90s and they have one song called everything possible which tracy you might know you can be anybody that you want to be you can love whomever you will you do you know that song mm -hmm. um yep. and i love that song. <laughs> like and they were only men it was just a bunch of men and they brought after one of them left the group they brought in a female voice and i saw them perform with the female voice and it really changed so much of the dynamic and i don't yeah. know if it was the right decision it oh. was a very strange decision but you know they we we've, we've not heard them perform with a woman except for sarah mclaughlin um right. huh. i mean on a music piece right is there anything else they've done with a female nope that's the only one that i can think of at least well um well i mean Ed has count. done Ed has done a version of smile with his daughter um and they did tour with alanis and so i know they did some live stuff in providing improvising um, with Alanis on that tour and had her come out and then they would come out on some of her songs. But in terms of recorded stuff, I can't think of anything other than the Sarah McLaughlin mm. song. No, I was just wondering because um, Steve has quite a high voice when he's singing, doing stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, so and figuring... so does Kevin. Huh. Maybe Kevin needs but to Kevin sing But Kevin isn't more. that high... Kevin's not that high powerful voice. Kevin is that high wispy voice. Uh. And I think, I think that that you're what you're trying to say that is missing is that high, powerful voice that kind of Steve has. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I mean, you listen to a lot of um, a lot of songs from the '80s and whatnot. They always have like a a powerful female belter in the background that really just adds a depth uh, and a richness to the song that um, that would otherwise be missing from a lead singer. And I think, well, I think, what, I think Ed's a great like, singer, what, but I think he's still kind of a background singer. 
It's my opinion. Mm. You know? Mm. <laughs> I I think that I'm I'm gonna disagree with you. I think Ed can definitely front songs, but it sounds better, especially when they hit the chorus, if you have Steve's voice hitting either the high melody or the low melody, because he was able to take either one. Whatever Ed wasn't taking, he would balance out Ed's voice yeah, on those choruses. And I think yeah. that he brought... That's why there was a... There was a nasality and a that was in Steven's voice that that matched up with Ed's country twang that just really blended well. And for me, that's missing when we hit those choruses. I did like the Persuasions version somewhat because I, I what was missing off this song that you were mentioning, Stefan, of that that uh, harmony that we we don't get a ton of on this song. We get it a little bit, but once again, we don't get the depth. We get that off the Persuasions version. Okay. But at the same time, the instrumentals are more stripped down, and it feels lesser because of it. And so for me, if I could have had a mixture of the Persuasions version of the harmonies mixed in with the the instrumentality of the the original album release, then it would have been like perfect for me. Struck by lightning sounds pretty frightening, but you know the chances are so small. Stuck by beasting, nothing but a bee thing. Better chance you're gonna buy it at the mall. But it's 2341 that you can fall in love by the end of this song. So get up, get up, tell the bookie put a pen and not a damn thing will go. What do you think, Heidi? I I I agree with you. Um, I think I think Stefan's on to something. Like I I understand where Stefan's coming from. Um, with that, but I think I don't know. I it would be nice to hear them collaborate with a female. Hear them collaborate with a female voice. Um, like a real collaboration, not just, you know, maybe not a full-time gig, but really interesting to hear how they could work and go to go another direction with a female voice. And there are some amazing Canadian singers and they've toured with some, um, amazing Cana Canadian singers, Chantel Karevijak. I can never pronounce her name. <laughs> I remember she opened for them. And I think it was in mass during one of their tours. Um, Car Chantel Karevijak. I can't remember. Uh, it's hard to say the name, um, but it could be very interesting to hear how they might adapt. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just kind of my thought, but it's not. It's still, you know, I I do miss Steve. Like I still miss Steve, but this is as close to BNL without Steve that I think we can get. Or with, yeah, I know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, post Steven, like yeah, it was a great song. I really, I was surprised, um, by by the song as a whole. It's just, you know. It's got that uh, really hopeful, uh, hopeful message there, and the sound is kind of uh, just uh, for me as an audience member. Um, I, I believed it. I believed that everything was going to be all right. You know, odds are it's going to be all right. <laughs> and 
you know, it's believable for me. I thought that was great. I really liked the song. <laughs> and and what I think that this song unfortunately suffers from the album that it's on. And and by what I mean by that is I would say there's five songs, maybe more, on this album. I, I could sit here and count right now. Um, but there's a lot of songs on this album that have such a positive spin and ha- such a positive message yeah. that this song, in some ways, gets weakened by all those other positive messages yeah, I think on this about, album. Yeah, you're right. Like I'm looking at the track listing again, and it's this isn't an album that I've listened to as many times, like as I have Maroon, Stunt, Gordon, Maybe You Should Drive, Bopes, like um, even Everything to Everyone. I've listened to all of those time and time and time again. And I admittedly have not listened on repeat to Fake Nudes, Grinning Streak, like the, the, and even I just put on the vinyl today of Detour de Force. Um, <clears throat> because I think I was still hearkening back to that, the old BNL sound. And I haven't, like, I would get the new album and listen to it on repeat and memorize all of the lyrics and listen and listen and listen. And now I'm looking at the Grinning Street track list. I'm like, yeah, okay. I remember Boomerang, like, I could sing Boomerang, gonna walk, keeping it real. I've never been a fan of that one overall. Um, but <laughs> odds are you're right. I think it kind of, it could be more of a standout, but it it's not so bad to have a really positive album, especially after the, uh, the, the post breakup album of everything is, you know, I tried and, and Steven left and I like the, all of the yeah. Steven songs. <laughs> well, and they make an odd choice with this song. Usually your your lead single off an album, you don't put it number five on the album yeah. track. It Usually it's your the three first or four. One. I think it's better a choice better or choice than the limits. The first one. Oh yeah. I mean I get why they started with them is because it has that interesting intro that's gonna catch. But to put your lead single at number five, like you're all you're almost halfway through your album at that point. And you haven't even hit your lead single yet. And you just had Gonna Walk just beforehand, which is also a very poppy, upbeat number. To lead into your single, it doesn't make that single stand out. Yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I'm just trying to think of... Yeah. It's funny because this this is one of those weird albums. And looking looking at the difference in the discography with all in good time the first album post steve to grinning streak which was more upbeat and more more like the old sound they were getting it back i know people don't have a big love for silver ball in the on in general but i really kind of like that album um fake nudes for me took a drop like it 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 kind of I, and I, maybe that's because now they're really experimenting more and more with Kevin and Jim's writing. And so you're hearing a lot more of Kevin and Jim's work, and it's not necessarily Bare Naked mm-hmm. Ladies sounding as much. And that yeah. could be why. I Like, I often think that fake nudes be. came before Grinning Streak, but it didn't. It's, it's much later. So. Yeah. 
And Detour de Force is very different. Like it's it's a very different album. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. It's <clears throat> we'll get oh, to yeah. that much much later. But it is it is almost it is I would say the most disjointed oh, album. Exactly. And created. I mean, Flip. At first, you're like that first song on that album. And we'll get to that later. But it's like, oh, that's very much like Odds Are. Like it's a great opening number, and it's first on mm -hmm. the album. But then you think of like uh, internal dynamo where Tyler gets to come into play and it reminds me of like <laughs> not BNL at all. So, well, no. And, and a lot of the Jim and Kevin songs don't no. sound BNL ish. And so you almost have this very, it almost sounds like you have a Brothers Cregan slash BNL slash, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, can, uh, Talk, but talk, don't dance, and 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 uh, Kevin yeah. Thinbuckle album rather than a BNL Very, album. Yeah, it's interesting. But I mean, this song on Grinning Streak is wonderful, um, and yes. it I think it should have been <laughs> on the album. Yeah, but. it's pretty good. Or I would, I think, and we'll reorder them later on the way we want. I would have put this right after Boom. Yeah, I feel like this. Boomerang would have given that really like okay, this is a different song and really yeah, kind of banged you into it. I agree it. with that. But but yeah, they sometimes I disagree with their ordering on albums. It makes me wonder if they're <laughs> they're the ones that put things in order. They might have a whole team to do that. Um, well, this is they're reattached to a record company at this point, so I would say that it was the record company that yeah, ordered the album. I would imagine so. So, um, let's talk about the lyrics because we have a lot to talk about with this song on a lot of different levels, but let, let's talk about the uh lyrical parts of this song. Um, Ba I mean, the basic message of this song, and we'll see if anyone disagrees with me, is basically this is statistically unlikely that these negative bad things are going to happen in your life. So don't focus on the dangers. Just just live life for now. Love and and kind of enjoy life is what I get out of this song. I, uh, I agree. I Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Stefan. No, no. I, I just said, uh, <laughs> I'm so like got <laughs> go ahead Heidi I'm sorry no I, I I think you're right I think it's like it's one of those those um yeah a lot of stuff could happen to you but if you don't live in the present and live in the now carpe diem bitches you know it's like you know it you got to get up <laughs> and and just kind of go with it because if you're always worried about what's going to happen then you're not living any kind of a life um, it's like, there are so many things, but the odds are so small, like the, the idea of the odds, um, and you know, whether it's getting eaten by a shark in a sharknado, like that's not going to happen. Um, thank goodness. Um, but if, so if you continuously go through life going, oh, well, I can't leave my house because I could get in a car accident or I could get you know, a disease and, or I could get murdered at a McDonald's or I could, you know, get struck by lightning while I'm playing golf. So I'm just going to stay in my little house and not worry about going outside ever. Um, 
and it I, it kind of also is, is about over dramatic people like too like stuck struck by a bee sting it's nothing but a bee thing like it's not that big of a deal for most people unless you're allergic and in which case it's a big deal but some people are like oh my gosh i got stung by a bee and their their whole day is ruined it's like well yeah you put some stuff on it and you <laughs> check it make sure it's not going to get worse and you're not allergic <laughs> if you are take some benadryl call the doctor and get your epipen but i mean we we put so much like all in all it's going to be okay. My yeah. college students are yeah. always in a crisis right now. Always. There's always a crisis. Um, and it's worse. Like everything is, well, I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm like, you will get done. And if you get your work done, then you will graduate and you will go on. And guess what? Like they just are so much living in the now that they can't see the forward. And I, I don't, I don't think I was like that when I was younger. Maybe I was, but I'd like to think I wasn't that overdramatic all the time that, you know, oh, the world could end. And it's kind of timely now too, where golly, you know, COVID and now Omicron variant. And now what's well, going to be next? The, the next variant that right. could kill us all. And yeah. okay. So if we don't, all right. So if we, you know, shut down our whole lives again, are we ever going to get back to any degree of normalcy because the odds are most of us are going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree. I, I I've got a friend that's, you know, um, really restricts what they do <laughs> in life because they're afraid of, you know, getting kidnapped or murdered or uh, abducted or, you know, of, fuck of you, course. Stefan. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Now you have to censor out everything I said. Awesome. Great. No. Um, but no. Um, you know, I can understand uh, a point of view that that women have on the world, and it's it's legitimate fears that are there. But I mean, it doesn't help that that person listens to. Sorry, guys, there's like a truck going by. Um, it doesn't help that that person is constantly listening to like numerous murder podcasts. So they're like always <laughs> fearful of everything, you know? It's like, well, yeah, it's like it, it, you, it, you know, it, it's like somebody who works in the morgue going, God, all I see is dead people. Like we have. <laughs> the worst, you know, everybody's dying. It's well, called yeah, job security I, if you exactly. work in the morgue. You work in the morgue. Like, what else? People are, you, are dying to I, see you. You know? You're just dying exactly. to get in there. So. But, know, Stefan, honestly, like, you're absolutely right. And I was, you know, we've seen a lot of tragedy, especially in the last few weeks. Um, and the horrifying tragedy in Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin. And that doesn't mean we're no know. longer going. We're that that was where the person drove through the parade in Waukesha and killed, um, f what now five people, including an eight-year-old boy, ran over that? band members of a marching band, ran over this group of elderly women um, that were in a group called the Dancing Grannies. Um, oh, no. It was it was horrifying, and as a marching mm -hmm. band director, it was. I, I was petrified 
But that yeah. doesn't mean that we stop having parades. That doesn't mean Correct. that, you know, it, there will always be these things that happen that are horrifyingly tragic events. Mm -hmm. There will be school shootings uh, like there was just last week again with that wow. horrible school shooting. And I've taught through so many of those and not a day goes by where I don't know in a second exactly what I would do, what my protocol is and where I would take a bullet for a kid, which is right. a scary thing if you're in education, as Tracy, I'm sure can agree. Yep. And but it doesn't mean we're going to stop going to school. It doesn't right. mean, you know, because those odds are still very small. Yeah, we just have to work on mental health of people. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We have to be prepared. We have to do what we can to help people and to help heal people. But what we can't do is focus on it 24-7 every yeah. single second of our lives and let that drain joy out of our lives. Right. right. So we have to live in the moment, but just be prepared and, and have backup plans to to protect us and, and live for now at the same time and help our kids and families to do that. Absolutely. I mean, there are going to be times when you absolutely hate life. Like, for instance, well, today when I was at work, I ended up slipping on ice and I was staring up into the night sky, you know, from my back going, God, I hate my job sometimes. But I mean, it's like, you okay? mean I'm gonna... oh, yeah, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. I feel, oh, yeah. It hurts. But, you know. It's you want a package. It's crushed. Yeah, it's it makes you want to throw things around sometimes. <laughs> but, I mean, nothing to the extreme where you want to harm or hurt other people. So, you know. But, yeah, the odds are very slim that something like that will happen. And it shouldn't be a reason to not live life to its fullest. The only thing that is guaranteed in our lives is the end of it. So right. what are we going to do with mm -hmm. what we've got? You know? Yep. Well, and that's like the first verse where he talks about, you know, struck by lightning sounds pretty frightening, but you know, the chances are so small stuck by a bee sting, nothing but a bee thing. Better chance can we, you're going to buy line. it at the mall. So there's a better chance that you're going to die while shopping at the mall than you are getting struck by lightning. And that mean, could just mean <laughs> you died of a heart attack or natural causes or, you know, yeah. who gosh knows, you slipped okay. down the escalator. Um, right. By the way, I have that is like the one line in this song that I hate. Nothing but a bee thing. Ed, you can write better than that. Yeah. I mean, he could have. <laughs> you put, are more capable. You could have filled that line. It's nothing but a G string, you know? Oh. <laughs> oh. Nope, better than that. We could have done better than that. <laughs> Well, and then what? Uh, Tracy and I both in, we found this engineering podcast or uh, engineering blog. Engineering. He engineering. Um, and he talks about <laughs> these lyrics and the stats behind them. So how many people on average are struck by lightning in a year or stung yeah. by bee stings in a year? And so oh, it's, it's like. Minuscule, really. It's minuscule. Did you know that deaths by bee stings are about 70% more common than death by lightning? 0.00019% a year. No kidding. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. That's and did you know that bee stings are apparently safe enough that the average human can handle 10 stings per pound of body weight? Huh. Man, Unless you're definitely allergic. Hmm. No kidding. <laughs> 
it's better to get stung by a bee than go shopping on Black Friday. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's safer. It's safer. <laughs> Most definitely. He wow. doesn't get he does not get the 25 or uh, he doesn't get the the 23 or 4 to 1 line though. He doesn't understand that line and I got to say it, I think that line and you guys tell me if I'm nuts. I think that's a nod to Chicago. I think 25 that's a 25 or 6 to 4. One of the best marching band songs ever oh, I, that uh, I use with my pet band. I love that that ride. Oh, so good. Should I try to do Isn't Chicago one of the oldest running bands in American history to date? They've been around for it a while. Surprise me. I saw them live uh, when I was, uh, let's see, in high school. It was, uh, I think, 88 or 89 in Manchester. They opened for the Beach Boys. They were pretty awesome. Really? <laughs> they opened for yeah. the Beach Boys? I would love to see that. Oh my awesome. gosh. And this is the funniest story too, Stefan. So it was, it was Cetera. at Riverfront Park or well, Arms Park, no Riverfront Park, right down on the river in Manch, um, in the mill district. And yeah. so it's pouring rain through Chicago's entire set. I kid you not pouring okay. rain. All of a sudden I, Beach Boys take the stage, and just as they start their set, the sun came out, and I cannot okay. even like uh, I couldn't make that up if I tried. It was wow. like That's it was so awesome. crazy. So yeah. did you take your hands down by the river, river. to watch the concert? <laughs> That's all I got. So I think that I think that's what that line is. I think he, he awesome. so when he says twenty three or four. Like twenty three or twenty four to one odds. Yeah, that's what I but, think it is. Twenty three or yeah. four. Twenty three or twenty four to one. Right, but I just love that reference. I'm like, that's a Chicago reference. Oh my god. I didn't. I don't get it, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Chicago. I, I was a big fan of Pierce Cetera, and um, you know, some of my favorite songs are are by him, but. I'm I'm a big fan of old school Chicago. Like I yeah. still have the old four four album vinyl set. Um, Saturday in the Park. Like they had one of the best horn lines yes. ever. Okay, so so then I have to say my favorite line of the song is I guess they ran away to go. That's fun. I guess not. <laughs> hit by the A train. I don't want to take I don't want to take the A train. Much gets hit by the A train. Or crash an airplane. I wouldn't recommend either one. Killed by a great white or a meteorite. I love the way he emphasizes meteorite so it fits the syllables of the thing. Or a yes. meteorite <laughs> instead of meteorite. <laughs> I guess there ain't no way to go. That's fun. Nope. So, so I, the A train is he referring to the boys, the the TV show? Remember how somebody was hit by the A train? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, that was that that show came out the after this oh. album though I think. But oh my gosh, mm. in mm -hmm. 2011, 146 New Yorkers were hit by a subway. 
with, a possible not a sandwich either, with 47 of them of dying. So your odds in New York City <laughs> of subwaying to death are 0.00057%, about 51 times higher than getting hit by lightning. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I love that article. And apparently your uh, chances of dying in an airplane crash are the same uh, percentage as of dying by bees. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, I, I grew up on a lobster boat. Wow. And um, commercial fishing is known to be, I think, if not, uh, it's one of the top uh, <sighs> most dangerous professions in America, if not the most dangerous. Um, oh, yeah. Per 100,000 You wa ever watch the Alaskan crab show? Like, that, yeah, those people it's, are crazy. It's nuts. I mean, yeah, fishing off of George's bank is equivalent to that. So, so uh, when Ed, you're on the boat, huh? So Ed had it's already on a roll. But, yeah, uh, but I no, mean, when, ahead, you're on, when you're on the boat and like waves yeah, are crashing ahead, over the bow of the boat, and you, it's like it's just complete insanity. Like you don't think about the odds. You don't think about any of this stuff. You're just you're in the moment, and you you don't put any of that energy into. Oh my, we could we could die. Yeah, you don't want to even start thinking that way. <laughs> so, I I mean, Ed had already done the TV show Ed's Up by this point. He knew about how hard it is to be a a uh, deep-sea fisher. Like, he sh that should have been the line said of nothing but a bee thing. He should have said, or died while you're out fishing. Like, that would have worked. That would have fit in. That wouldn't have yeah. rhymed. Oh, he could have made it rhyme. <laughs> He made meteorite. Oh, he right. made meteorite. <laughs> Dying by a G-string is probably better. Oh. Um, even though, like, I'm thinking somebody's probably done that. Oh, he made a G-string on the guitar, right? It's that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm not kidding you. That that could take your eye out. Whenever, um, when I, because I taught high school guitar class for many, many years, and I always did a day where we changed strings. Like I taught them how to change and re redo their own strings, the classical strings, um, and taught them very carefully that if you don't hold down your strings and care and detune and loosen them, then that sucker, if that is too tight or it pops off, it's going to take an eye out. So you need to wear safety glasses or make sure you're not looking right down because those strings will pop off. So I'll bet you a G-string could do some damage. <laughs> a guitar G-string. Now, granted... The other G-string could do oh. some damage. A G-string could also do some damage, too. Yep. Absolutely. I've seen some people in G-strings, and that's done some damage to me on a psychological level. Being a child that was born in 74, though, I've got to say that I was born the year Jaws came out, and I remember seeing that at the drive-in when I was, like, a baby. Like, I remember in the back of the station wagon looking over when Jaws came on. So I have had a lifelong fear of shark attacks because of wow. Jaws. Okay. And But oh, the shark attack thing, those are not very common at no. all. Especially in New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah, I well, mean, well, we, what's interesting you know, we, is we do have a lot. We have a large coastline in New Hampshire. It's a long. We have a what, like a hundred mile coastline? No, not hundred yeah. mile. Up here in uh, Maine, we've actually had a great white problem uh, for the past couple summers. We've had great whites. Really? Yeah, we've had um, a couple of um, people getting bitten by great whites up here. Yep, especially in Wells. 
very rare. Yeah. I mean, talking about my hometown here in Harpswell. Mm, that's true. Yeah, yep. we we've had we uh, we tagged them and we've been following them around um, in the summertime. Tag. So crazy, crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, How about werewolves. Do people get killed by werewolves? Because I have, I'm definitely afraid of them. What are what are the chances of dying by werewolf? I don't I don't know that one. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know, man, but I don't hang out at night very long. <laughs> so t talking about crazy, we should talk about the video. <laughs> like That's this video, this wall. video is off the wall. I love the video. I really love <laughs> I the would, video. I would dare to say. Holy crap. You're way up there. Like I'm looking where I'm like, where's Harpswell, Maine? Because my husband was is from Maine, mm -hmm. but he's from um from down like towards the Bitterfoot area. Oh yeah, he's area. way south. Oh, yeah, he went, really like he went to Massabesic High School. He went to Massabesic High School. So, um, I, but ironically, Waterboro was not near the water. <laughs> no, but his parents had a house on the lake on Little uh, Lake Ossipee. Mm -hmm. But Harpswell is like you are way out there. Yeah, dude. sharp sharks oh, should not you. be up there. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's gorgeous up here, though. I mean, it's, it's like I, a peninsula. You live on a peninsula. <laughs> I actually live on an island, so that's so true. oh yeah, because I can. It's kind sides. of like an island. Once, yeah, yeah. There's uh, an island side, and then there's a peninsula side. So I'm on the island side. You are. But Tracy's wow. from way further up. He's like, he's from up by Banga. 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 I didn't You're even know him. Banga. It's and Brew across the bridge to Banga. Oh, my goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. I know. All right. Yeah. Let's talk they about this easy, video. Go up the road to be easy. <laughs> nice and sleazy. What? Oh my God! Was that the video? Yeah, yes. let's talk about the video, which is amazing. I would dare say that this is the best BNL video ever. Oh, I would agree. It's the only one I've seen, so yes, I would agree. <laughs> like Rooster Teeth really knocked it out of the park with this. This is before Rooster Teeth did the did Laser Team, by the way. So, like, there are pieces of this video where I'm like, oh, that they took that and, and wrote that for Laser Team. So, but, huh. but there are, I want to go through this because I took copious amounts of notes on, on this video. I love this video. Oh, okay. Do wow. tell. Well, I, first down, of all, Tracy. I love the fact that it is a major, um, statement about about the about the way that news media like gets to us and tells us and at this time like overwhelms people with the amount of information in a short period of time i'm not kidding you if i were to write down just the ticker tape that runs on the bottom of the screen i would have taken up three pages of documents it goes on and on and on, and throughout the whole huh. thing, it is constantly moving. The ticker tape is different than the headlines, which is different than the um, bylines that are on the bottom, which is different than what they're saying and showing in the video. 
And you also wow, can notice the, the the timeline of the of down in the corner changes. The temperature is constantly changing. The huh. background graphics are constantly changing. This video, I took an hour of breaking this video down, and I, I bet there are still things I missed. No kidding. I I noticed it was quite chaotic. Which, things were all over the place. Which which goes with which the point is- of the video. Oh, absolutely. First of all, I will say this about, about the video. Ed and Tyler do amazing acting during this video. Like they are they are doing the roles of news anchors really, really so well. So good. <laughs> like it's hard to take so your good. eyes off them because they are just having a great time, but they're playing those really corny newscasters which is wonderful um i think they're quite natural at it <laughs> president calls top bunk <laughs> i love that line so i i want to go through some of my favorites of those ticker tapes here um this is the only media ev- meteor event that is worse uh only meteor event worse than this was the 1998 film armageddon armageddon right <laughs> Religious leaders around the world, we so called them. Yep. <laughs> and then that's followed Vatican, up. Vatican, pray, pray, pray. Atheists, <laughs> Atheist, run, run, run. Run, run, run. Agnostics, we're not entirely sure how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, and then odds are that we'll probably be all right, says an uneducated man on the street. Rest, everyone can at rest correctly assumes mass extinction. <laughs> <laughs> it's so there are so I forgot how many funny things there are. Oh. Like, and you have to slow down. Good night, sweetheart. Oh, you have to like literally stop at every three seconds to get what is going across the bottom of the screen. Nuclear attack oh, wow. imminent. When did Canada get Canada get nukes? Is in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> did they not see the film Canadian Bacon? Oh, well, because... Exactly. <laughs> right. So one of the funniest movies ever rise in zombies rising <laughs> um zombie rise attacks in- oh okay. this is how it finishes this is my favorite one zombies are now attacking the news crew my god they're outside my office the horror the horror why am i still typing this ah they are eating my face ah <laughs> 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 I, I, at that point I was just I had to stop and I was laughing too hard I'm like I can Sports. New York announces 100% of roster disabled and or deceased Pre- playoffs <laughs> rescheduled after stadium incinerated by UFO <laughs> and then the Today's next top score is Cronog 7 humans dead which they take for <laughs> laser team because the, the finish of laser team which has the BNL the BNL song, um, the laser team made by Roosters Rooster Teeth, has them finished. The last scene is done in a stadium that a football stadium where they have their final uh, penultimate meeting with the aliens. So I'm like, oh, that's just perfect. I I love Jim in a like pinstripe suit talking about money as well. oh. Stock market crash kills 49. Experts say half of those deaths could have been prevented with seatbelts. 
It's hilarious. <laughs> zombie Jim is excellent. I love Zombie Jim. Oh, sorry, oh, Zombie Kev. I love Zombie, zombie Kev. Kev. Yeah, I love that the weather report that Kevin's giving has Tuesday 109 degrees. <laughs> Wednesday, 129 degrees, 79% dinosaurs. So if you watch the temperature at the bottom of the screen throughout the whole time, it is steadily rising. It starts at like 70 degrees at the end of the, at the end of the broadcast, it's 117 degrees and the time goes from 6.03 to 6.66 <laughs> oh my God. Like they they spared no amount of detail on this video. That's funny. They're like, hey, we when, don't have anything else to do. <laughs> they're they're so talking like the byline below the female reporter says that there's going to be a meteor strike, and as soon as the meteor hits the building you. in the background, it says that the meteors are striking Earth like immediately. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then right like underneath it, it says, unlucky field reporter likely to be killed while covering story. Like, <laughs> the amount of humor in this film, in this video. I'm surprised they didn't do meteor strike, want more pay from work. <laughs> and then, of course, they threw a Chicken Little reference in there. When oh, of course. This guy is literally fa falling, literally. I'm like, oh, man, they're, they're throwing, like, all their movies in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Stay tuned for live undead coverage. It is it, uh, the amount of detail just amazed me. By the way, on on the weather map, Augusta, Maine, they have Augusta, really? Maine on the on the national weather map. Huh. It's 120 degrees. <laughs> wow. That's that's impressive. I don't think it's ever gotten that hot in Augusta. Oh, there's a spot when they flip over to Ty. So, of course, during this whole video, um, Ty and Jim, I mean, Ty and Ed are, are singing the lyrics to this song. There is this great moment when they go over to Ty, who's supposed to be doing his part of the lines, and he's looking at the wrong camera. And then he turns and looks to the right one. And it's just like, oh, that is so a newscaster thing to do. Like, that is amazing. Uh, that is, funny. yeah. That'd be funny if like, it, uh, the other camera came on just as he switched over cameras. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that'd be funny. I think that's like an anchorman thing. Is there's this great interaction when they're doing the second verse and... It's, so it's Ty's turn to report, and there, Ed jumps in with, I wouldn't recommend either one, but it's this great natural moment, and then Ty goes back to reporting other fatalities that are going on, and Ed just jumps in, I guess there ain't a way to go that's fun, <laughs> and it's just, it's so natural, it's like banter, it's just amazing and again it's very much like their old their older stuff like it's so yes it's so fun it's light it's hilarious um and it just adds to those degrees of like and also the, the use of media that just takes everything to the 100th level <laughs> like it's 
you know, one thing that they can drag out for a week, like get your bread and milk, everybody, because we're going to get <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bread and milk, bread and milk. Bread and, milk. Yeah, <laughs> and then we end up that getting that like, would be like the high, hot item with COVID. But no, it was toilet paper. <laughs> No, I know. Toilet paper. Get out there and get your toilet paper. I mean, and you think it was about a premonition anything, of like, how this was going to go. And <laughs> and and shit. <laughs> and, and, so, but it does get you concerned. Like if there was ever something really like if, um, if, a um, um, oh, what you call it? An asteroid or a meteor or something was going to hit us. They're not going to tell us. They're just going to, like at some point it's just gonna be like yeah you're done it's too late like they're not gonna say anything yep. there are two other versions of this um that i also want to make sure we talk about um <sighs> which we can cover very quickly um the selfie cam jam Terrible. which is it's so yeah. bad <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm so sorry um nope Kevin, i i Ed, Jim, Tyler, don't hate me because I, I don't like the selfie cam jam. There's something wrong with it. This is one of the few times I didn't like the selfie cam jam, and I don't know if it's because it was so early in the process of them doing it that they couldn't get the audio to line up, but it just doesn't sound good. It, the, yeah, it the sounds notes delayed. Aren't lining up, like there's something weird with it, and I can't quite figure it out it's like it just didn't line up right i'll no. take you guys uh opinions on that because i i haven't seen or heard of uh heard the other versions i've only seen uh the video with the song <laughs> um and then the other version isn't really a version it's another video um i wish they hadn't done it because i'm not a big lyrics video person um where they just show the lyrics popping on and off the screen um and that's what the second one is well it was actually their first one and i think they filled it they did that until they could release the video the the full video but i just don't like lyric videos the only lyric video i think i've ever liked was weird al's um word crimes and it was just because it was such a play on it, and they did such a great job with doing a different version of a lyrics video. What do you think, Heidi? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I really, um, I, 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 the lyric video was okay, but I like the other video better. Like, I don't know. I don't see a need for it. Yeah, it was it was weird that they would double up and do. Yeah, it was the same song. Videos. Why would you do that when you have such a brilliant video anyway? Like that doesn't. Is it? I mean, it's not like it goes so fast. It's not like he's rapping the song, so you can't understand what they're saying. So I don't understand why they needed that. But oh well. That was the other thing about. I'd rather the, have that than this. Um, yeah. yeah. That was the other thing about the Persuasions version is it felt slowed down. It was slightly slowed down. And the Persuasions, you know, it, they did add to the chorus. So I won't, you know, and they had the little intro. So it was slightly different. But it was pretty much the same song with it, just a little bit more depth in the chorus. So. Cool. 
All right, guys. Well, why don't we get to some ratings here? Why don't we wait? We put some numbers uh, to what our are we words. Gonna do? Um, how many apocalypses? How many? Meteor. Um, Ooh, I like that. But it, what would be the plural of a apocalypse? Apocalypse. Alpaca? <laughs> Alpacas? Wait. Alpacas? Alpacas. Alpacalypses? <laughs> Isn't that the name title of a weird al album? Alpaca? Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Lamageddon and Alpacalypse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And of course, now I can't spell alpaca. No, I'm getting it. Apocalypse. Alpacali? Apocalypses? Alpaca. Alpac? Is that like Tupac's younger brother? Um, uh, hashtag too soon. Hold on. I need to look up. What's the plural of um, apocalypse? Apocalypse. Plural of apocalypse is. Is there a plural form of <laughs> They should only ever be it's one. Si so. It is simply apocalypses. <laughs> apocalypses. So if we if we ever have more than with just one destruction, we have multi apocalypses. Then it would apocalypses. So how how many apocalypses do you give this song? I Heidi? love this song. So I think it's fun. I love the video. Um, I think it adds so much to it. But this was a song that kind of brought me back to stunt and maroon days. Um, and so it's it was just so nice to see them get with the energy of camaraderie again in this song. And I think that you can feel that. Like if this were in the naked days they would this would be the naked track i think it'd be it it, oh. it would have been the naked track um but i'm gonna give this is a five for me i love this song wow i think it's it's just one of those songs that i feel like a muppet again when i'm just driving along and i <laughs> i love singing this song it sticks in my head and i love that you know odds are it's gonna be all right and and i'd like the message of the song and i it's it's a five for me, yeah. Oh, wow. I, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have guessed that from you. It's pretty good. Wait a minute, why wouldn't Seven, you have guessed what? that from me? Uh, well, I, <laughs> based on what you were saying throughout the podcast, I, I didn't think it would rank as a five. Oh but yeah, it's a five for that's me. Awesome, it's a fiver. It's a high fiver. Five. Did I get Solid a fiver high five. in there? High five. <laughs> Stefan, what I would you it was give a great it? song as well. Um, the only thing that I thought of is like maybe if there was like a, a, a female voice in there somewhere, I think it might have rounded things out. Um, but other than that, I, I think it's great. Um, I uh, I don't think it's a five in my book, but it's up there most definitely. So uh, let, let's give some Heidi uh, Heidi some cred. Um, and and not shame her too too much. I, I, I'm going to say it's going to be a 4.75. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. I mean that's pretty that's good. That's a winner. Yeah, that's a winner. <clears throat> it's got that's a great beat good. to it. It's got a great uh, great message to it. Um, yeah, it just it sounds good, and uh, I think they did really really well with it. All right, and um, 
I, I'm going to be pretty much on the same level with you guys. I, this was one of my kids' favorite songs. It, it is literally, it will always have a very special place in my heart because it is literally the first song that they ever and repeatedly asked for by name. Now, granted, they thought the name was Struck by <laughs> Lightning, but every time they would get in the car, they'd be like, Daddy, Daddy, can we play Struck by Lightning? Put Strike by Lightning on. Um, and they were only three years old and five years old. Like, they they love this song. Matter of fact, when we played it today, and I told them I was recording to that, they're like, oh my gosh, Daddy, I remember playing that when you, when I was five years old and I was in the car, and we loved that <laughs> song. So, like, it, it hit perfectly like it made people happy um and and i think they were right to make this their single um i really love the song yeah, i'm gonna give it a four uh, and a half that's It'd not be bad great to have your I kids will... come on and give a viewpoint give their ratings that'd be great um they i will i don't know they, I they will do say it on that... <laughs> they did it on the kids songs and they that they're they're kind of inching their way as an away academic <laughs> i would be remiss if i don't mention michael ross uh and our use of his his um his blog extreme engine nerding thank you um this post was way back from 2013 um so michael ross if you're out there we'd love to talk to you come on the show um but in summary just so you know, Stefan, odds of you dying by any cause mentioned in the song this year, 0.0006%. Odds of everyone being all right for another night, 99.9998%. Unless you live in Good Detroit, odds. apparently, or Chicago. <laughs> or New York City. Unless you live in Detroit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Watch out for so the subways. <laughs> I need to see Sandwiches. if Michael Ross is on the Bare Naked Ladies fan page because he does claim to be a fan. So I'm like, hey, we used you this week. But I was pretty impressed with that. So I'm glad <laughs> we found that. So you know, shout out to uh, Michael Ross and Extreme Engine Nerding. Send him a PM. Say, there hey, check go. this out. And uh, that will be actually in our notes for this week. Um, the other appearances that I'm going to put in are Ed and Kevin sharing their, rec their recording of the vocals for this song, um, which they did when they were doing the Grinning Streak album. And I, I'm throwing an extra one in just because I really, really loved this thing that came out in the last week. Um, so in the last week, Ryan Reynolds... Ugh who is a big fan and big friend of BNL and Stephen Page, particularly um, got the governor's general award in Canada. Um, and Canada actually asked Stephen Page to write a song to commemorate Ryan Reynolds. And he, so he wrote the song Canada loves you back. So amazing. It is the most huh. Stephen Page song so and it is beautiful and watching ryan reynolds like react to this song was just amazing like he's crying while watching it and uh, loving okay. every second where can i find that stephen so, page song is it on youtube and it is on youtube and actually if you go on bandcamp he has released it on bandcamp as well um, for donations to one of Ryan's causes. Huh. And if you do it on a Friday, all the money goes to that cause. Huh. I don't even know what Bandcamp is. It's a wonderful page, which releases a lot of different artists, um, especially ones that aren't, uh, that don't have an album label 
to release their music on. <clears throat> For example, Jeff has all of his music on there. Um, and matter of fact, Jeff's uh, Kickstarter actually just finished. And for those of you who didn't buy in, um, he did actually hit his mark. I did. Um, I did. We're gonna we're gonna Twitter feed my favorite movie. That's right. <laughs> Woohoo! I would have contributed, um, but I don't his know. His album how. will be out, <laughs> and I'm gonna be on his next song, so I'm pretty stoked. That's pretty great. Um, his new album will be out early next year. We'll let you know when it comes out. Um, we've already heard some of the early songs. They're great. Um, right now he's actually editing and cleaning things up, which is why he's not good, not here. But, you know, with all of it going on, I bet right now he's just like really off his head. Oh, oh. oh. is that the next song? Oh, oh. I saw it. I saw that. <laughs> I, I let up. That was like a five mile oh, jump to get oh to that. Wow, that was a long, 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 slow burn. I, I was and it's like, not the same, like, same where is he going with this? Is, you know, are we done with the podcast? Is he just <laughs> chatting now or what? <laughs> well, and, and the next song has the spot on the album that I thought this one should take. Third? I, I don't know how num how next week's song got the number three spot on this number album. Three. Um to give a little bit of a highlight of how I feel about next week's song. Um, <laughs> nice. But I definitely think that it was wrong to put off his head on the number three spot on this mm. album. Yeah. But yeah, it is off the same album. But don't tell Aaron that. Oh, okay. Sure. I'll he, keep it. I'll I'll be that was that one of the first things I was going to do. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, guess what? That song is off of this album. Nah. <laughs> hey, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us. What did you have to say, Aaron? Uh, Stefan, uh, I think the cadence <laughs> oh, is at uh, six to four ratio and uh, numbers, 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 uh, music stuff, jargon, jargon, music, uh, numbers. Uh, so that's, that's my Aaron impersonation. Uh, but, anyways, my question was <laughs> wait, 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 you've got to add this. They might be giants. Um, yeah, they might be giants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, oh my question gosh. was Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets. Except maybe.